Welcome to Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied by an adult. Hi there, and welcome to Sonic Society Season 11, Episode 461. I'm one of your hosts, Jack Ward, and... I'm one of them, David Alt. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are you tonight, David? I'm fine, thank you, Jack. How are you? I'm doing fine. I've had about two weeks of that nasty back injury, but uh, I'm, yes. my, my convalescence has held back my writing time, unfortunately. It's March 1st today, Yes. and I'm afraid to say I've only got about halfway through the series for Philippa, but I'll keep plowing through anyway. Well, I think that's perfectly... When it says Nad's Rim, the M could stand for months, yeah. <laughs> and not just months. That's a good you point. See, we, we gave everyone an extra day this year for Nad's Rim, yes. so... It, it depends on when you take that day. Yes, of course. In fact, you... That's know, a good yeah. point. Congratulations to those who have won Nazrim for another year. As promised, gentlemen or ladies honor, send us word that you successfully finished, and we'll send out a full version of Rye Tractor uh, when it's finished. It's it's actually so close now, I can almost taste it. Just testing it on Mac machines and fixing one hiccup, and it should be ready at least for April's script frenzy put on by the NaNoWriMo people. Absolutely, and I've heard how good Rye Tracker is. I haven't had a chance to get my hands on it yet, but I've heard everything about it, and it sounds like a fantastic piece of software. No. So uh, full props to you, Jack, for getting that sorted and, and getting it up and running. Well, you'll get one of the first copies, I promise, when it's out there. It's going to be great. Will but it be you- signed? <laughs> signed on the electronically. <laughs> That's right. Yes. You know, since it is March, it's time to think about spring, albeit a little early too, and then summer, because we're only mm. four months away from Sonic Summerstock 2016. Oh, yes. I love Sonic Summerstock. Me too. If you're an audio drama company and you want to be involved, make sure you look for the Sonic Summerstock link I just put up on the sonicsociety.org webpage to see how you can prepare, get an OTR script, and help remake an old class new again for Sonic Summerstock Theatre. Yes, and and last year we had some new people come along and join us. We had the guys from Rude Alchemy That's right. do a Sherlock Holmes. For sure. And uh, and yeah, we're hoping to get even more new people Absolutely. coming it's, along this year. It's always good to have a mix of new and old. I know that Gypsy Audio often brings out something. Pulp Puri Theatre does something oh, yes. once in a while. Yeah. We have Broken Sea Audio. Um, would love to have them come back. Chatterbox has done things. Lots of different people have have been involved and again i just hope that we we can stuff as many as possible we got 10 slots every year and we can't wait to have your company claim a week so get involved as soon as you can absolutely and you thought about doing something this year coming oh, of up? course I, I would happily do something it's just a question of knowing what i what i should do yeah in fact because the, the telltale heart was great fun last year it was maybe we can find uh, another similar Edgar Allan Poe story. Yeah, something we can grab David Cummings in from the No Sleep podcast again. That was fun. Yeah. In fact, I should probably speak to David and talk to him about getting the No Sleepers to do Ooh. some form of OTR script. That would be cool. If there was any kind of OTR that was that was narrative with voices rather than sort of full audio drama, ah. then that would work quite well. That would be. I'll have to keep an eye out for something. There's so much out there yes. to, to try from and so many neat stories yet to be told. Well, I think that's all we have it for this week. Tonight's show is from Cornucopia Radio, and it's called The Last Gambit in Lisbon. Sit down and relax, and open your mind as Cornucopia Radio is our feature right here on the Sonic Society. Cornucopia Radio presents... During World War II, Portugal remained neutral. Many of us found ourselves there. Some had had a little choice as to where they might live and work, even survive. Others, myself included, saw it as little more than a stepping stone. Among those who had had little choice but to be in Portugal was Alexander Aliekin, the world chess champion. 
I myself played a little chess, and shortly after the war ended, I happened to be with my wife Lillian in the Central Bar in Lisbon. Haven't you forgotten someone? Kaisa, it's been a long time. Are you going to help me tell the story? Of course, it is Alexander's story, so I must be here. Okay. You just jump in when you need to. Wherever you find chess players, you also find me, the goddess of chess. Last Gambit in Lisbon by Christopher Bellamy and Brian Stevenson. Gerald, you said yourself you've never met him. I've seen photographs of him, dear. Old photographs from before the war. They're not so old. And you don't think it's odd that he should turn up here in the central bar in Lisbon? It isn't odd that he should be in Lisbon, no. He kicked around this neck of the woods for much of the war. That he should be in the same bar as ourselves at the same time, well, that is a bit of a coincidence. You should go over and introduce yourself. He looks as if he could do with a bit of company. I will. Shan't be long. Be as long as you like, dear. I wouldn't want to drag you away from your hero. Besides, I should be getting back to the embassy to finalise things for this evening. Oh, that reminds me. Have we heard from the Russians yet? This morning. And? They're coming. The Russians are coming. And you best double the vodka ration. I already have. Jolly good. Now go over there and make yourself known. I'll walk back to the embassy and leave the car with you. See you this evening, dear. In chess, the player who makes the first move always has the advantage. Uh, Forgive me, we've never met, but I believe I know who you are. And I believe I know who you are. Really? Of course I see only photograph of you. A photograph? old photograph from before war. But you do not change much, Mr. Gerald Anderson. Well, of all the things, you recognize me. You are chess problemist. I am. When I'm not doing the day job, that is. You win first prize for problem you set in Hampshire Telegraph when only 23. 22, actually. But yes, I am he. And you... Alexander Alekin, the world chess champion. It's pronounced Adyekin. Forgive me, my uh, Russian isn't quite up to scratch. Yes, I am Alexander Adyekin, world chess champion, and I sit alone at table in bar. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to intrude. I do not sit alone from choice. Ah, well, Lillian, my wife, she said, um, would you like some company? Yes, have seat. Do you want game of chess? I doubt I'd be much competition for you. We shall see. You have chess set with you? Well, yes, but how did you know? It's well known that great chess problemist Gerald Anderson have always chess set with him. It's here in my attaché case. I'll get it out. Shall I toss a coin to see who will be white? As you wish. Call. Heads. Heads it is. Right. You to start. Hmm? I take it from your reaction you think I made a mistake. Perhaps you see something I do not. Me? A humble pen pusher and you the world chess champion. It seems unlikely. (laughs) You are not pen-pusher. You are diplomat, I think. You really have been doing your homework. You like? Being a diplomat? It pays the rent. How much is rent to live in British Embassy? Actually, it was just a figure of speech. We live rent-free in what can only be described as a mansion in one of Europe's most beautiful cities, which, I might add, was untouched by the war. Untouched? I think you mean unbombed. 
Lisbon was full of spies from all sides. I think you mean from both sides? I think I mean all sides. Germany on side of Germany, England on side of England, Russia, of course, on side of Russia. It's three sides, and I do not mention America. Best not to. Also, Lisbon is not so beautiful if you have not much money, so must live in small hotel room. My apologies. I, I was thoughtless and insensitive. No, Gerald. I was thoughtless and insensitive. You, Alexander? I questioned your move. You simply gave a quizzical... Hmm? It was I that started the conversation. Your move? Hmm... Checkmate. <laughs> so it is. Checkmate. From the Persian, Shamat. The king is dead. Care for another? Another drink or another game of chess? Either. Both. I've got the car. We could go for a drive along the coast if you like. There's time. Time, Gerald? Time? I am 53 years old. Chess players usually are past their best by the time they're 40. You know what people say. They say if it wasn't for war, Botvinnik would be world champion by now. I was thinking more in terms of the time we've got this afternoon, before it gets dark. Yes, of course. Forgive me. We go for drive along coast, take bottle of Portuguese brandy. Splendid. You'll um, have to drink the whole bottle yourself, though. I'm already feeling a bit squiffy. Don't want to end up in the sea. I accept your challenge. No, I'm afraid I'll have to pull over, stretch my legs. War wounds giving me a bit of jip. This looks like a pleasant spot. You can stay in the car if you like. I also stretch my legs. Better. You have Warwood? This I did not know from last war. <laughs> Good heavens, no. The one before. Shot down over France. Bagged one of the blighters before I hit the deck, though. So you are war hero also. I'm not sure I'd go that far. Brandy is finished. Did you enjoy it? Very much. As much as vodka? Oh, you ask Russian if he likes drink of Portugal as much as vodka? Ah, this is trick. You are a KGB agent. <laughs> you drive me to lonely spots so you can ask questions to test loyalty to state. If I give wrong answer, you shoot me. I haven't fired a gun in nearly 30 years. Brandy was poisoned. Don't worry, Alexander. I haven't been sent to... And what's the word they use now? Liquidate. Ha! Liquidate. I believe that's the correct term. Is correct term. I should be getting back soon. Back to mansion, back to wife, back to company. An embassy reception, actually. Can I drop you somewhere? Yes, at Central Bar. I will have one, maybe two drinks, and then go back to Hotel Estoril. I make telephone call. To your wife, if you don't mind my asking? Wife, lover, muse, what is different? I don't know, but it's best not to get them mixed up. Actually, um, there is one other thing before we go back. Ah, the coup de grace. Possibly. I demand a rematch. He's <laughs> no problem. You know where to find me. Lillian? In the dining room, dear. Did you win? Against the world champion? Hardly. Perhaps you'll do better next time. Did you see the letter in the hallway? Yes, I picked it up as I came in. Let's see what it says. Well, I'll be blowed. Good news, dear. What a coincidence. What is? It's a covering letter from the Foreign Office. Why is it a coincidence? They write to you all the time. You're a diplomat, dear. Yes, I know. But this letter asks me if I could forward an invitation from the BCF. 
The BCF? Oh, sorry, the British Chess Federation. That is a bit more unusual. Am I allowed to ask to whom they wish you to forward the invitation? That's the coincidence. To Alexander. Alexander who? Alexander, the man in the bar this afternoon. That is a coincidence. I don't imagine you'll have any trouble finding him. No. Right. Well, best go and get myself ready for the reception. Cheers, Boris. Nostrovia. How are you settling into your new post? Portugal is strange country. It's November, but no snow yet. Does it make you miss Russia? Of course. Perhaps you'll be lucky enough to be recalled to Russia in the new year. I hope not before I have a game of chess with your husband. More chess. You're going to be very busy over the next few weeks, dear. I think I can fit in a game with Boris. And the gentleman in the central bar this afternoon. Oh, him. Ah, your husband has other opponent. He betrays me. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you know how it is with people you meet in a bar. You become instant friends, promise to meet again, but you rarely do. He's probably forgotten about me already. A more vodka? not deserted you. You are deserting me. Please, come back. It is your love that gives me life. Kaisa. Many men have loved me. Some women, too. I loved them in return. Loved them all. But they are only human. They have distractions, concerns, addictions. They grow old, they become ill, they make themselves ill, they die. But I, I, Kaisa, am not bound by their world. was an excellent reception, Gerald, Mrs. Anderson. And this weather should make you feel more at home, Boris. It's starting to snow. It's Portuguese snow, not Russian snow. I'm afraid it's all they've got in Lisbon. Ah, here's your car now. Thank you for a very pleasant evening. It was very enjoyable. Very instructive. by instructive. I think it's because between us we let slip something that could be useful to him. Oh dear. I hope it won't cause an international incident. You are a good driver, Olga. Thank you, Comrade Ambassador. You take duty to state seriously? Yes, Comrade Ambassador. There are many ways to perform this duty. You drive car. I am ambassador. Many people work on collective farm. We all help to make Soviet system best in world, which we all know it is. But we have to show world that this is true. To do this, we must find something that allows an individual to be focus of our system's superiority. Comrade Stalin has identified way this can be done. You know game of chess? I play at school. This is good. I am to be focus of Soviet system of chess? No. We already have someone for that. His name is Mikhail Botvinnik. But there is someone he must beat first. His name is Alexander Alyekin. He also is Russian, but he defected to West after revolution. Stop, Karl. Here is photograph of Alyekin. 
It was taken in Central Bar here in Lisbon two days ago. I know this bar is near railway station. Great chess player must be like athlete. This means he must be physically fit. Is this how you would describe man in photograph? Yet. No. Also, he must be mentally alert. Photograph was taken at 2.30 in afternoon. You see bottle of Portuguese brandy on table? Already it is nearly empty. Will this behavior make him mentally alert? Yet. Already he lacks two qualities he needs. Also, he has many distractions. He has no money. He is ostracized by other chess players. And he is in love with a woman who does not exist. She's dead? She is neither dead nor alive. She is figment of imagination. She is Caissa, goddess of chess. <laughs> She's bourgeois construct. And she has great power to distract bourgeois mind. So here is how you perform duty to state. You take study leave to improve your chess. You go to Central Bar. You engineer meeting with Aliakin. You do not become world chess champion. That would be impossible. Instead, you gain power over him. You become Caissa, his goddess. They were plotting against my Alexander. They knew that the pawn, although the weakest piece on the board, can be, by judicious play, promoted to queen, the strongest. I thought I might find you here, Alex. You are detective as well as diplomat. Hardly. You are right. It is not necessary to be your Sherlock Holmes to know I am to be found in Central Bar when I have money. In a way, that's why I've come to see you. This letter arrived at the embassy yesterday. It's for you. Ha! Is the invitation to play in tournament in England? That explains why it was sent via the embassy. Uh, I will need visa. Um, remind me what nationality you are now? French. Um, then no, just a passport. I presume you have one. Yes. Will BCF pay fare to England? Provided you don't insist on travelling first class, I don't suppose it would be too much of a problem. I'm sure they know your circumstances. I think your main concern will be to get into shape, physically and mentally. Cut down on the booze, lay off it altogether, if possible, start getting some exercise. Practice. Avoid distractions. Good advice, Gerald. Please, persuade him. Ah, I knew there would be a catch. All the same, I take it you'll accept the invitation. Yes, it may be my last chance to, what did they say about Mussolini, strut across world stage? Olga. Oh, Conrad Ambassador, I was taking break. You play ping pong? Yes, I was school champion in Kiev. This I did not know. It is good that you relax, but we have work to do. Join me at table when you have finished. I will set up a game of chess. Also, I have something for you. Ah, setup is wrong. It's same as picture in book. Rook, knight, bishop. No, pieces are correct. The board is wrong. Black square should be bottom left. Ah, already you are expert. I pass first test. You have something for me? I have book for you. Thank you, Ambassador. My best games of chess by Alexander Avakin. Book shows Alyakin's game move by move. Also his comments. We play game from book. This will teach you much about him. I set up board as it should be. You choose game. Book uses English descriptive notation. Arachin has been corrupted by West. You understand it? Yet. All notation is from the perspective of the side to move. So, square f3 is... King's bishop 3 for white. Ah. And king's bishop 6 for black. Correct. You have chosen game? We play game from New York tournament, March 1924. King's Indian defense. You have black pieces, so you'll be ready. I am white, I'll be Arahi. 
I move pawn to queen four. I move knight to king's bishop three. I move pawn to queen's bishop four. So I move pawn to king's knight Bishop takes pawn and Reti resigns. Why do you think he resigns? Because if he plays rook to rook one, Arahim will win. How? By advancing rook's pawn. Very good. What do you learn about Aliakin's style from this game? He likes to attack. You cannot win unless you attack. He also has good defense. And end game? By move 35, position of black is already difficult. Seven moves later... Game is over. I think you are ready to go to Central Bar. Company. Gerald, this is Olga. I I'm pleased to meet you, Mr. Um Anderson. But please call me Gerald. Olga plays chess. So I see. So you've found some decent competition at last. He's only had me to play against until now. Uh, I'm not much competition. Also, I must leave. Yes, you must. You do not do my Alexander. Any good. Uh, please, not on my account. No, uh, it was nice to meet you, Gerald. Likewise. Well, um, until we meet again. Do not forget our date. I do not forget, Alexander. I have phone number. You old fox, Alexander. Making a date with a woman half your age. I expect you're going to tell me it's to play chess. No, it's not to play chess. Is to play ping pong. You play ping pong? It helps me to relax. Seriously, though, you don't think it's a bit of a coincidence? Do I think it's coincidence that pretty Russian girl who plays chess and ping pong is in same bar as me, Alexander Aliechin, world chess champion and ping pong player who defected from Soviet Union and must beat Russian champion to retain title? No. I do not think it's coincidence. Does it worry you? Why should it worry me? All my life I am in love with chess. Also, with bars and pretty girls. And now I discover with ping pong. Also with ping pong. So why would I worry if I find pretty Russian girl in bar who plays chess and ping pong? She may prove something of, um, how shall I put it, a distraction? <laughs> Distraction? Distraction from what? From sitting alone in hotel room in evening with chessboard on table and dinner on lap? Perhaps we should get on with our game? <laughs> How do you find this place, Sasha? I often come here. In summer, many people. But at this time of year, as you see, we are alone. Just two Russians far from home. Birds singing in trees and best outdoor ping pong table in Lisbon. You say it's best in Lisbon. How many tables are there? Just this one. It's made of concrete, so it's permanent. Also, it does not damage. We brush snow off, then we start. I have 20 points, you have 6 points. I serve for much. You ready? I am ready. Ah, I won. I am champion of Lisbon. You are worthy winner. I win because you do not practice. I lose because I take too many risks. You like drink? Little drink, yes. I must drink less, exercise more. Your doctor tells you this? Ha! Doctors, what do they know? Soon, I will attend important chess tournament. Kai, my... Yes, doctor tells me. 
this tournament is in Lisbon? In England. I have some of it at my apartment, also Chesset. There is bar near your apartment? Directly opposite. First, we go to bar for a little drink, then to your apartment to drink tea and play chess. For this was Vicenzo, an in-between move, not foreseen by the opponent, yet. Enter. Ah, Olga, take seat. Thank you, Comrade Ambassador. You have done well. You engineered a meeting with subject. You made him think you are interested in chess. You found he is interested in ping pong. You played him at these games, you went for a drink in the bar, then to your apartment to drink tea and play chess. I assume Aliakin won. Easily. Result is unimportant. You provide distraction. This is important. When you finish playing chess, he returned to his hotel? Da. But he was sober? Da. This is not so good. He prepares for an important tournament in England. So, he has been invited. Comrade Ambassador? Nothing. You have planned to meet him again? Next week. This is good. Make him think he is important to you. A man likes to think he is important to a woman. And try to persuade him to drink more. Yes, Comrade Ambassador. Your turn to be white, Alexander. So, you played ping-pong with Olga? May I ask who won? Did you ask? And yet it doesn't seem to bother you. There was a time when even losing at ping-pong would have bothered you. Perhaps your sang-froid, this defeat, has something to do with who your opponent was? You've also smartened yourself up. You're drinking less. You don't seem quite so down in the dumps. Are you telling me all these things are unconnected with a pretty girl? Yes, in a way they are. In few weeks from now, I will play in tournament. This will be first proper tournament since before war. During war, I did things that were unwise. For example, I played in tournaments organized by Nazis. Best players could not or would not attend. Naturally, I win. But I beat second-rate opponents, third-rate even. Such victories have no value. Tournament in England will be different. To have chance of winning, I must improve my game. You saw how I was when we first met. Could I win in that condition? No. So if I find something, someone to help me focus, I grab hold with both hands. If this also gives me a certain sang-froid, makes me smarten myself up, drink less, well... And if it's a honey trap? If it is a honey trap, it is honey trap. Is your move. You've pinned my bishop! You fall into trap. Head first. When a piece is pinned, it cannot be moved. Because by doing so, the player would put his own king in check. An illegal move. The piece that is pinned is helpless, and the situation can be a difficult one. Ha! You win again, Oliska. <laughs> yes, but the score is closer today. I think you practice. I practice being sober. Why you do not spend day off with friends? When I have day off, they work. So you spend day off in park with old man. Mm. You are friend friend who is old enough to be your father. My father was killed in Great Patriotic War. I am sorry. Now we play chess? No. No? No. Now we eat at a restaurant. This will be expensive. Cheap restaurant. Then we play chess. Of course. So, then you played chess, Alexander? Of course, Gerald. After which you went back to your hotel? Yes. Sober as a judge? Soberer. If you continue like this, you'll be in danger of winning the tournament. 
this his plan. You have heard more from British Chess Federation? Not yet. I'll get onto them, chivy them along. Meanwhile, keep up the good work. This also is plan. Olga, plan is not working as we anticipate. In fact, it has opposite of desired effect. According to your latest report, Aliakin is sharper than ever, more focused, drinking less. Even his ping-pong improves. Olga, I think you might be the cause. I do my best, Comrade Ambassador. Of course, of course. I do not criticize. On the contrary, you have done your duty well. Too well. You have inspired him. So, perhaps we should take away his inspiration. Take it away? You will return to driving duties. I will not see him again. That is correct. Important thing is, he will not see you. He will lose his inspiration. Olga? I... Is something wrong? No, Conrad Ambassador. You think his good plan? Yes, Conrad Ambassador. I was wrong about Olga. She was good for Alexander. Sometimes, with all the pieces on the board, the knight, with its ability to jump over other pieces, can be regarded as the most cunning. There's a letter from the British Chess Federation, dear. Ah, good. I've been expecting it. It'll be about the uh, tournament. I think I'll invite Alexander here to the embassy to give it to him and have a game of chess. Why, Kaisa, why is she not here? Glad you could make it, Alexander. Come in. Are you all right? Never better. So this is what inside of British Embassy looks like. As I said, it's something of a mansion. Are you sure you're all right? Let's use the library. Do you have Portuguese brandy in library? I think you've had enough. Enough? She wasn't there, Gerald. Um, you've lost me. Who wasn't where? I, uh, Olga. Ah, your game of ping-pong. Well, perhaps something kept her. I thought we might play chess, but I don't think you're in a fit state. Always in fit state to play chess, Gerald. Always. Russia is one that is not in fit state. And I've got something for you. Actually, that's why I asked you round. First... I show you I am in fit state to play chess. No, 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 no. First, we drink Portuguese brandy. I thought you wanted to play chess first. I changed my mind. It's another letter from the BCF. Huh. Perhaps they refuse to pay my fare to England. Well, is that the problem? It's much worse. Read it. They don't want me, Gerald. So it would appear. All world's top chess players all have signed it. I'm so sorry, Alexander. Really, I am. It was what happened during the war. That's why they withdrew your invitation. You can never escape your past, Alexander. And even I can help you with this. What else could I have done? Chess is my life. You are my life. They asked me to play in Germany, so I played. I had to make a living. And I wasn't only one. They asked me to write propaganda, so I wrote propaganda. Gerald, I disowned articles as soon as Paris was liberated. I am to be punished for what I had no choice in doing. No choice but to write. I know many Jews. I respect them. Would I write such articles if I had choice? No, Alexandra, I don't think you would. Then why don't they want me in England? 
Perhaps because, as you say, they haven't been in your position. I have been skewered. A player can skewer an opponent's pieces by making it impossible to move one without losing another. This is your day off, Olga. But you come in to work. Yes, Comrade Ambassador. You take duty to state seriously. Yes, Comrade Ambassador. You do not see your friends on day off? No, Comrade Ambassador. You no longer play chess? No, Comrade Ambassador. Or ping pong? No, Comrade Ambassador. How would you like a new post? Where to? England. Why have you stopped? I see police car in mirror. Well? One country is as good as another. Police car has stopped outside Hotel Estoril. There are many police. Also Gerald. Gerald! Boris! Olga! I'm afraid there's been a... One of your... One of your former countrymen. What I mean... Something has happened to Alexander. I'm afraid so. Is he... There's nothing you can do. Either of you. What happened to him? Suspected heart attack sometime in the early hours of this morning. The night porter says Alexander went out late last night and two men brought him back in the early hours looking rather the worse for wear. They had to carry him to his room, apparently. When the maid went to clean his room at eleven o'clock this morning, she found him in his chair with a plate of food on his lap. Did men say anything? The night porter says not. Do police suspect them? Suspect them? Not as far as I know. It's simply that they're... Good deed in returning Alexander safely to his hotel room may make them the last people to have seen him alive. Of course. Good deed. Doctor is sure it was heart attack? As sure as he can be without, forgive me, without a post-mortem. But there are no signs of violence? No. Or suicide? No. It seems, and you have to forgive me again for being so indelicate, it seems there was a piece of meat caught in his throat. It's possible he began to choke on it and the choking brought on a heart attack. Alexander's had his ups and downs, but he seemed to buck up recently. So I think we can rule out suicide. In fact, he seemed to have found some inspiration from somewhere. Olga, I have meeting. Yes, Conrad Ambassador. Please. I'll keep you informed. You know, Olga... This park reminds me of Lisbon. Except trees have leaves and it's warm. Warm? This weather constitutes a heat wave here in England. You don't regret accepting this posting? No. And you also have position in England? No, no. Just stopping off for a few days on my way to Washington. It's good that you find time to see me. Not at all. I'm only sorry I haven't been able to see you sooner. How did Boris feel about your posting, by the way? It was his idea. Of course, that was before. Of course. But it was not suicide. No. He had no reason to kill himself. No. You're sure? I'm sure. Nothing 
no one was responsible for Alexander's death. You can set your mind at ease on that score. Uh, shall we sit down? As I said, I've got something for you. It's in here somewhere. Ah, the famous attache case. Indeed. Ah, here it is. It's a statuette of Caissa, the goddess of chess. Alexander's widow found it among his effects. He wanted you to have it as a note to you. Olechka, you have been my inspiration. My Ozoletsa, you made possible my last gambit in Lisbon. Alexander. After Aliakin's death, there was a tournament in 1948 to decide who would be world chess champion. But Vinnik won, but he didn't know me. He was a machine, a calculator, and didn't know the spirit of the game. Gerald continued in the foreign service and moved to the Washington office in 1953. He died in 1983, aged 85. Olga spent the rest of her life in England. She never married. When she retired, she moved to a cottage in rural Oxfordshire, where the statuette of Caissa had pride of place on the mantelpiece. You have been listening to Last Gambit in Lisbon, written by Christopher Bellamy and Brian Stevenson. It starred Ian Carter as Alexander, Howard Russell as Gerald, David Taylor as Boris, Sam Higson as Olga, Jasmine Warwick as Lillian, and Iletta Justo as Caissa. The music tracks used in this work were by Kai Engel. Please visit his website at kai-engel.com. This work is licensed under a Creative Commons agreement. For more information and to listen to even more amazing audio productions, visit us online at cornucopia-radio.co.uk. And that's our show this week. David, have you ever worked with Cornucopia? You should. They're not far from In you, right? In fact, I have, yes. Uh, it was a couple of years ago. I, At the time, I was living in the south, so I, I came up north to Sheffield, but now I would go down south to Sheffield. Uh, it's not too far <laughs> away, and I, I remember recording some very strange voices in the basement of a, I think it was a church or something, or it was some sort of building, strange building. But yes, Cornucopia, lovely people, brilliant writers, and Yorkshire-based as well. So yes, very pleased, proud to carry the flag. There you go. So for those people listening out there for Cornucopia, get David all to come in to be fun to have regardless thank you yes. and keep up cornucopia radio we love it and we love all of our listeners here please get a hold of us at sonic society at gmail.com on twitter at sonic society at jack j ward and at astro tour that's right or audio drama radio drama lovers of the sonic society group on facebook and make sure you go to the youtube you can listen to all the sonic society shows or at least many of the sonic society shows we keep putting up there yes and of course you can get to us by post uh, and that's Jack Ward, the Sonic Society, Nova Scotia, Canada, or the David Alt, Yorkshire. <laughs> they will absolutely deliver to my door if you just put that there. That's fantastic. See you all next week. Have a great week, David. Thank you very much, you too. And I hope your back is absolutely tip top next week. That's the plan. Good night, all. Good night.
Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mutual. Happy birthday to you. And many more. (laughs) This was not only a birthday greeting for the Mutual Audio Network, which, as you may know, has been bringing you the finest in audio drama for just a little more than one year. It was also a way of letting you know how long 20 seconds are. Why should you know it? Because the CDC recommends, during this COVID-19 situation, that you and me and everybody wash our hands with soap and water as often as possible for at least 20 seconds. So get all of your fingers, get the palms, get the backs of your hands, and a little bit up your wrists, and make sure you change out your towels more frequently as well. If it helps to sing Happy Birthday or some other song, as you do so, why not? This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.